three, two, one. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Uh, we're doing what we promised, bringing you shows over break, Spotify. Uh, you can reach us at there, at WCLH Zolderman. Uh, I'm joined here with Mr. Reggie Charles Billy Searle. Great to be. Walter Payton Lewis Jr. <laughs> Walter, they can't see your face, Kev. <laughs> yeah, they can. I can see it. Well, the people. <laughs> Man, who's trying to let him be? <laughs> looking at, looking at uh, Stephen A. Smith talk oh. out his butt right now, bro. You watching Get Up? Me first take, bitch. First take. It must be a bad morning if you watch the first take. <laughs> Steven Yukoski. Wonderful to be here, fellas. And Mr. Zachary Paraway. How we doing? Doing good. And we're going to bring you a little wildcard uh, preview. Also talk about other events that happened in the NFL season the last couple of weeks. And uh, I think it would be right if we did start with, by talking about uh, the DeMar Hamlin situation it was uh for me personally too talking about that was just intense seeing that i don't think any of us ever expected to see that on a football field um and i I am very happy i think the whole world is very happy that he is doing great uh he did get flown back to buffalo a couple days ago i want to say January 10th, he got flown back, and then he got admitted from the hospital yesterday, January 12th. So he is going to be with friends and families. Hopefully, Sunday, he's going to be in the press box for the Buffalo game, which I can definitely see that happening. But just just an amazing turnaround for what DeMar has done or what happened to him, and then for him to be this okay 12, 13 days later is just incredible. God. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, prayers out to him, his family, everybody affected. It's but it's really awesome to see the progress that you know he's made in his uh, in his health, and really, really happy that he's out of the hospital, that he's back at home, that he's going to be back with the team. So, just really happy for Demar that everything's turning out well. I said it perfectly. And that's let's get into the draft order because week 18 has officially ended, and the first 18 spots are officially locked in. And the Houston Texans, and I I, I want to tell a little story for that. Lovey Smith, before the game, was told that he was gonna get fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how true that is, but there was reports that morning, uh, last Sunday, that Lovey Smith was probably going to be fired. So he probably it's probably like a ninety percent chance that he was told, "Yeah, you're no longer going to be with this organization." So he gave them the biggest middle finger that he can give, and not only did he lose the first round, the number one overall pick, the Colts are now in prime position to trade up with the Bears and grab their guy. And 
it's beautiful. And it's also poetry because Lovey Smith was an ex-bear and all that. So <laughs> I love it. I was watching those games and I, I just I kept like checking the score of the game and I was like, how are the Texans blowing this so hard? Like how are they losing the number one pick? And they and they they need it, of course. But yeah, shout out. I I mean, Lovey Smith, just the biggest. And he just gets fired right afterwards. I mean, I mean, it's incredible. I mean, that's the biggest, like, like you said, the biggest middle finger you can give on his way out. I'm surprised he made it back to the locker room. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. After he went for two points, they should have been like, what are you doing? (laughs) Turn turn to the press box and just give it going that. (laughs) That's what I would have done. I think Lovey Smith knew from the jump with that job that it was more or less a job doomed from the start. You knew they were going to fire you probably since like week, probably even before the season they knew they were going to fire him because the talent on that team is non-existent outside of a running back. You were running back, a decent corner, and you got Brandon Cooks who's crying to get out. So yeah. I think he kind of knew he was getting fired. So the way he – because at the end of the season, last month of the season, I want to say they were, what, 2-2? Two and two? Yeah. They uh they won all their road division games. They beat the Jags week five on the road, beat the Titans week fifteen on the road, and then week or excuse me, week sixteen and then week eighteen obviously in Indianapolis. That's crazy. Yeah. The fact that you can win the probably the hardest games of your season are the road road divisional games and you won them all. It's crazy. It's also a giant middle finger to the entire organization, but I mean, they they do have a couple pieces. I like Jalen Petrie. I think he's a very a very underrated safety in this league, especially him coming off his rookie year, tied with the lead league in interceptions. So he can blossom to something good. Desmond King, if he stays, uh, again, he's on a one year contract, and this was just a leap year for him. Going okay, I'm not going to get the most playing time anywhere else, and I'm going to get the most money here. So let me go to Houston. So we'll we'll see what they do. Uh, I mean, the Bears don't have to trade down. I am a firm believer. I know these guys know this. But I am a firm believer that the Bears are trading down. I believe they're trading down, too. I mean, I don't think there's there's no – they need offensive linemen. First and foremost, they need offensive linemen, defensive linemen. And I think that you want to protect Justin Fields first. Don't get me wrong, bro. The Bears, the Bears will bear. They will. They will <laughs> bear. Wrong. But at that same my breath, wish for the um, Bears is to go ahead, grab Bryce Young, since you think he's so much better than Justin Fields. Send Justin Fields to a contender. Get him out of get him out of Chicago eating beet dish pizzas every day and freezing and getting hurt because he has no line, bro. Send my why man to the contender. Why you why you gotta do that to Bryce Young then? Because he's so much better than Justin Fields. Go you go ahead and, and run from Lions and Tigers and Bears and, and try to oh, not my. get hurt from a whole for a, try to not get hurt for a whole season and you're half the size of Justin Fields. Go ahead, go. Justin Fields, he didn't even get hurt that much. Like I I know he, he was, was out against a lot the game against season, bro. He was hurt a lot this season. And he even if he did what, play even if he did, even if he did play, it was definitely through injury. He played through injury. I, yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. He, that's fair. He, he played through injury. Look at that line. You have to play through injury. Unnecessarily, though. 
Like, literally didn't even have to do it. That old line, you were bound to get hurt. Like, there's nothing <laughs> there for you. Back. That's why I, I hate the fact that people like to talk about, oh, he can't throw the ball. Like, he has an opportunity to throw the ball. And he showed you that he can throw the ball when he's actually had receivers. He had both his top receivers get hurt. Then he brought in Chase Claypool. I don't know what they were expecting him to do. Didn't do anything for them. I don't know how they got that one off with the Steelers, man. Yeah. Steelers are 32nd overall pick. You should should be salivating at that second round pick you got from from freaking. No, we have the the 32nd pick now. Yes. You're basically a first round pick for Chase Claypool, which is crazy. I'll take it, man. It's crazy. That is crazy. I just feel like Claypool got cocky. Oh, for sure. Oh, we yeah. knew he got like, cocky man. once we saw that um saw the Vikings game back uh twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one it was. My bad. Twenty twenty one. And he thought he actually thought that they were gonna pick him over Pickens. <laughs> I don't know no. why who thought they were gonna pick him over Pickens. Claypool did. He said in the offseason that he thought that he was the best receiver in the NFL chase Claypool. Yes, he, he did say there. that. And that's when it all started. Yeah. It was. Said I'm top I mean, I statement I've ever heard come out of a professional football player's mouth. I understand having confidence as a National Football League player, but there's also the same breath of humility has to come with that confidence. I can't not believe, say it out loud. I can't believe he went to Notre Dame. That's your guy, Marty. That's your boy. You got That's, guy. That's, not my guy. That's Brian Kelly's guy. I I, I I didn't even like Chase while, while, even when he was there. It's all right, man. I got Jalen. I got poopy Jalen Rager. Don't worry about it. I can go through. Yeah, the like I mean, bro. TCU proud I can of. Go through a rolling mm-hmm. roll decks of my grave of receivers, bro. That's fair. Some other notable draft positions. Seattle gets a top five pick, but uh, it's not their pick. It's Denver's pick. So. Ultimate fleece. I mean, hey, I did say at the beginning of the season, Denver or Seattle would be picking in the top five. So, (laughs) I did say that. It's actually kind of funny because the picks that they got were the picks that everyone projected. But what changes where they were and where the Broncos were, which is the funniest aspect of them all. When you look at when you look at where they were projected to go, probably in the off season, the picks they have now are pretty accurate. Where they were though is completely flip flop, which is the best part of it all. (laughs) Oh yeah. It, that's just insane. Shelby Harris is doing Hallelujah dances and all that. <laughs> Shout out to Gino, man. Shout out to Gino. We'll talk about him a little bit, but I mean, the Seattle Seahawks incredible season. So the Detroit Lions picking in the top six, of course. Again, not their pick. They got two picks in the top eighteen. Yeah, two picks in the top eighteen. Should have been in the playoffs, but man, I okay. wish. I, I, so close, man. Seattle, look, we cool with Seattle. Let, let Seattle rock. We cool with Seattle. We cool with Seattle, but I just like the Detroit story a lot better, in my opinion. I want to see Dan Campbell in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Well, next year we will probably next year. Like Jalen Carter, probably next year. It makes sense. Jalen oh, Carter to Detroit. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll be back. I'm going to get a water. I'll be back. I'm going to get a water. I'll be back. I'm going to get a water. I'll be back. I'm going to get a water. I'll be back. I'm going to get a water. I'll be back. I'm going to get a water. I'll be back
yeah, I could see them winning that division next year, especially if the Packers are. Uh, I think the Packers are the least well. of their concerns. I would worry more about the Vikings, but like, we'll you got Kirk Cousins at Q. Like, he's cool and he's a good quarterback, but at some point he's bound to screw up. Yeah, Cousins is okay. I, I mean, Cousins is. Uh, let's not let's not just say Cousins is okay because Cousins is a really good quarterback. I mean, please, I, please, please, please. Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Let's relax because Kirk we're Cousins about to see we're about to see Kurt Cousins. He is an okay quarterback. I no, he's good. He's he's that. better. Oh. Kirk Cousins is better than okay. He's good, but he's not great. We're no. about to I'll see Kirk Cousins. Cousins. So. I'll give you that. He's good, not great. It's okay. We're gonna see cousins cousin, man. He's gonna cousin against the Giants. The Vikings, the Vikings are gonna lose to the yes. Giants. Absolutely. Yeah. They played once before. It's hard to beat teams twice in this football league. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm very intrigued for this Vikings Giants matchup. I will say that. I think it's gonna be the best matchup of the weekend. Isn't it the first one up? I agree. Uh, no, no, it's the it's on it's it's yeah, it's Fox on Sunday. Yeah. What's the first game on on Saturday though? Uh, Seattle Forty um, Niners. Dang, I w- mm. dang, I, w- I really want to see that. Dang. And then for some reason, they gave the Ravens Bengals prime time on Sunday night. What's wrong with that? Uh, they should have been the Jaguars. <laughs> no, you got prime, you got prime time Saturday night. You got prime time Saturday night. I'd rather have Ravens Saturday. I'd rather. I'd rather you got, have dude, Ravens you got Al Bengals. Mike. You got Al Michaels calling your game. I I'd rather I'm have nah, bro. I'd rather have Ravens Bengals on Monday night and put the Dallas and Tampa Bay game Sunday night. I agree with no, that. No, I w- no, no. You want to know why? I want to cry in the comfort of my own home, not on campus. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised Tom Brady agreed to the Monday night game. <laughs> why would you surprise? Let's be honest. The NFL took their phone. They said, "Mr. Brady, would you like to play Monday?" Okay. Oh, that's crazy. Mr. Brady. That's Max. <laughs> uh, I will say this, too. This draft, uh, before we get into the coaches and all that, this draft could be one of the most insane drafts ever because not, not just like in the, like, the players in it, just the fact that there's so many teams that can move up or move down from where they're at. Oh, yeah. What was the year? I think 2020 had, like, the most first-round trades ever. Yeah. But, like, the Cardinals, they're in a rebuild. Let's be honest. But they're oh, – yeah. They fired Kingsbury. They're already thinking of trading DeAndre. It's, there's a scenario where they trade Kyler. There really is. I don't think they would, and I don't know who would trade for Kyler. Coming Nobody. Of- don't say that. Don't say that. Coming Somebody- off of torn ACL. Coming off of torn ACL. Somebody in this league will take Kyler Murray. Nobody, bro. I'm not That's saying it. he's good. I'm not commenting on the talent, but I'm saying teams in this league will just take a take a chance on a quarterback. But there, Carson there's Wentz got a second, sh- got a third shot, bro. Don't sure don't be surprised. I'll say this. You like it? Played great. Man. Man. Oh, I told y'all. I, I, I will say this. Don't be surprised if the Cardinals trade down. You can see it. It's, it, it, it could hey, smart. Um, they'll go into next year with I don't know what Trace McSorley is starting quarterback, and they'll just absolutely not. I'm about to say, tank it away. 
They're not starting Trace McSorley. I'm saying he's bad. I'm saying they'll tank. They're starting Nah, man. They're going to sign Gardner Minshew. No, stop it. Is he a free agent? He is a free agent. Oh, well. Gardner Minshew is going to the Buccaneers. I like that. I. I can see it. I can see it. He's coming down. He's coming back down to Florida. He is a Florida man reincarnated to the NFL, man. He is. He's a Florida man just playing in the NFL. He's gonna. He's gonna love it if he goes to Tampa. He's gonna love the trip back to Jacksonville. I hope Jacksonville gives him all the praise. Oh, they will. You know, you will. Of course, he's my guy. He's the only reason why the team was entertaining during the during the tank years. There's a lot of tank years there, Martel. Yeah, a lot quiet. of tank years. You're, you're gonna get used to it after the bar leaves. Whoa, 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 right. whoa, whoa! I let him. It's payback for Aaron Judge. <laughs> I'll let it rock. That's fair. Uh, I guess start of the Cardinals was a perfect transition because they did fire Kingsbury. Uh, Steve Kime let or step down before officially saying, "I'm out of here." Um. I mean, what what are some other thoughts on the Cardinals? Because I I already gave my thoughts. What do you guys think? Yes, bro, they're a mess. That's what my thoughts are. Yeah, Absolutely. I agree. Kingsbury sit there for so long is what doomed yeah. the franchise. If you fired Kingsbury after last season, I think you have a chance to salvage what you had because you had weapons. You had DeAndre. Granted, there was suspension there. You had Hollywood. You had James Conner. You had Chase Edmonds there at one point. And, yeah, your O-line is complete dog water. But, I mean, you have the pieces around Kyler to make something happen. Their offensive line hasn't been good since he got there. And you still made it work. Defense is also dog water. But I feel like that's also a part of Steve Kime being an idiot. Think Is he gone yet, too? They fired Kime with him or no? Kime stepped down. Kime stepped down? Okay. Yeah. But and then, I think- um, well, them trading for Marquise Brown with, with a first-round first pick. Very questionable. I appreciate Tyler Bomb, Arizona. Appreciate him. Yeah. He's been great. Um, that was a questionable pick. Extending Kingsbury and Kime after the playoff loss. Terrible decision. Fire them a year later. Terrible. Just a lot of questionable decisions throughout the last year. And, I mean, they've already interviewed Vance Joseph, which makes sense. Do I think he deserves a shot? Uh, I think he does. I like Vance. I don't think he's a, he's a terrible coach. Interviewing. I feel like we need to have someone there doing his, doing his time clock management. Yeah. I don't think Vance Joseph is the right guy for the hire. And I gotta be honest, I don't know who the right guy for, the, for, for that position is. And Sean Payton, I don't think he's, that, he's the right guy for that team. not gonna go there. No, if if Sean Payton's gonna go anywhere, it's gonna go somewhere where he could go to the playoffs next year. And the Arizona Cardinals are not that team. He's gonna go to Denver, New Orleans. Well, I don't know if he's gonna go to Denver because what does Denver trade to get, um, to get Sean Payton? So that leads us into Denver and firing Nathaniel Hackett weeks before. Can I just say, I I told everybody here that Nathaniel Hackett was the worst head coaching hire, the second worst head coaching hire behind Urban Meyer. For you, if it, Tampa Bay, eight and nine Tampa Bay, were to beat Dallas this week, 
Jerry Jones fires Mike McCarthy for being a first-round exit, losing to a team with a losing record, and they hire Sean Payton. He already said he's sticking with him in confidence, which is crazy, but that's Jerry Jones for you. He needs his little puppet. Bro, Jerry Jones will say literally puppet. anything. Anything. And to your Denver point, puppet. to your Denver point, the Saints don't have a first-round pick at all. Denver has one. I, I'm sure they would they would trade that for him, but does Denver know. have a first round pick? Where don't they have don't they have Detroit's pick or and not Detroit? Pick. I'm sorry, say, yeah, they're not Detroit. They have a first um, round pick for the next three years. No, they have San Francisco's first round pick. They have San Francisco's. Yeah, they, first I thought round I knew pick. that. that so, I knew they had somebody's pick. That is correct. Okay, so I mean, it could happen. And the Saints, like, is the Saints don't have any. Because the Saints um, need a first round pick. That's why the then Justin Fields to the Saints. Pick. Whoa. Why? Payne <laughs> could just come back to the Saints. Uh, I mean, I could see Sean Payne coming back to the Saints. I mean, no, they I have look, I can see it. You have I can, it. but the Saints need to take the Chargers job. So the Chargers the, aren't I, firing their head coach. They need to, but they're not going to. They, they're not, when they're he's one and done in the playoffs, they're going to fire him. They should. If they beat the Jaguars, he's not getting fired. They're not going to be. Gonna be it's going to be because he didn't rush the starters. Yeah. Yeah, I can't what? believe that. Can't well, believe it. I don't it. know why you do that. Let Mike okay. Williams get hurt. He's been injury prone all season. Are you kidding? Jeez. He's not going to play that game he has. He's not, he's not playing tomorrow. There's no shot he plays tomorrow. Okay. Nah, he's going to play. He hasn't, play. He hasn't practiced all week. Okay, so I don't again, mean that he won't play, bro. He'll play. Play, but he's gonna be fifty percent, seventy percent. That's that's he's playing. Is Bosa playing? Is he healthy? I haven't seen anything about Bosa, so I think he's fine. No one's really said anything okay. on Bosa. Okay, I'm sure he'll play though. But going back to Peyton, the Saints already said that they're sticking with Dennis Allen, so you can knock that off the board. Oh, the Saints just ruined their next year. Yeah, like I said, the Cardinals doesn't make sense. Panthers would kind of make sense if I, – I mean, I, I gave a whole spiel a couple weeks ago about it, about why the Panthers are the best fit for Sean Payton. But uh, that would never happen. It's not a bad fit. It's not It's not a bad fit. But it's, the problem is the Saints are never going to trade their his contract in division. Exactly. You can't go to Tampa, at Atlanta – or Carolina, out the question. I don't think they trade him in the NFC. I think he's going to an AFC team. And then, so then you have the Colts, the Texans, and the Broncos. And that's the teams that we have right now. The Chargers. He ain't going to the Texans. So what do the Jets do? The Jets? Yes. Robert Saul is a good head coach. Robert Saul is a good head coach. I'm not even talking about, I'm, I'm not even talking about coaching. I'm talking about in terms of their quarterback situation. You jumping the gun. Let us get there. <laughs> But the Jets, well, they they just, to get there because you know what I want them to do. Woody Woody Johnson came out yesterday. Can we, yeah. can we he said that he would it? absolutely. All right. He said he'll he'll, he'll pay. He's gonna pay for a quarterback. Not going break. Not going. We're not going. We're not going to break Zach Hurt. Get it all out at once, please. We're not going to break Zach Hurt. I know Terry saw that all quote from Woody Johnson. He started shaking in his boots. Mm-hmm. Let, let you all get it out at once at the end, please. I'll put myself <laughs> on mute and I'll let you all just have at it. Nice. It's inevitable. Lamar Jackson doesn't want to play this weekend. Can we go <laughs> back to coaching, please? He literally tweeted it out. He said, "I'm hundred percent." No one can we cares. go back oh to coaching, please. I have a comment on that. Don't do that because let me get to the Ravens game. I'm lighting John Harbaugh a new bubble. 
Oh, man. Sorry about your editing there. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to blur that out. I'm not. I'm. Not, I'm, I'm gonna be very. That is bored. the last one we did. Oh man, freaking! Yeah, I can't believe he tweeted that out. Like, cool. Let's get like, back to coaching. Let's get yeah. back to coaching. Colts Jeff Saturday experiment did not turn out good. They went one and seven. Uh, Sean Payne could go to the Colts. With that, I think, to, I think like, the Colts go there. I think the Colts should hire hire either uh, Shane Steichen or Brian Flores for the head coaching position. That's just. I think at then. this point you need an, you. Mm, that's not a bad idea. The problem is if you hire um, Brian Flores, who's your OC? You're gonna if you're gonna draft, you think they're gonna draft somebody, draft a QB, Marvin Harrison. I've, yeah, they Marvin Harrison coaches. Marvin Harrison. Not, isn't he their wide receiver? Isn't he their wide receiver coach? He's a sophomore. Wait, who's his who's dad. their wide receiver coach right now? His dad, Martell, his dad. Oh, his yeah. dad. He's not a coach, is he? No, yeah. I thought he was a I thought he was a Colts wide receiver coach. Who's the Colts wide receiver coach? Mm, no, no. I can look that up. Walter's looking it up now. He'll be back, oh, ladies and gentlemen. I got it. Oh, I'm sorry. Reggie Wayne, not Marvin. Yeah, Harrison. I was about to say. Reggie, Reggie Wayne, Reggie Wayne, Reggie Wayne. Oh, my, bad, my, bad, my, bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Wasn't he, wasn't he, doesn't he have all offensive court play calling experience from Miami? Am I wrong? Reggie Wayne? Um, yeah. I, I'm not sure, but either way, I mean. I thought he started I Miami, think he's, obviously, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's been a player. He's, he's been on that staff for a couple years. I think they should just elevate him to the OC position, bring in Brian Flores. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a that's a, that's a good I think combo sol- right there. I think it's a solid. I, I think it's a solid uh, combination. I got to be honest, combo. And, and this is probably a little biased, you know, because they're in my division. The Colts are a mess. Chris Ballard needs to be fired. He is not. He is not a good GM. And I think the thing with oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Let you finish. I'm sorry. They they should go with Brian Flores. They should go with what Steve. What's his name? Steve Sejian. Steve Sarkeesian. No, 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 not not the not the head coach for Texas. The the OC for Eagles the Eagles. Oh, Shane it's Sykin? not I, I I wouldn't mind him there, especially That's if fine. they go straight up for Give me Frank Reich back. Frank, I mean, he might. Frank Frank is nah, gonna have a dude. job next year. Nah, dude. If if Steichen leaves, elevate Jeff Stoutland. Make him the OC. Not a bad one either. I like that. Give me y'all QB coach while y'all at it. I'll nah, give me, give me Frank right back, man. Give me Frank right, right back. Oh, is it not, they're going to try to make the quarterback coach our OC, bro. No. You, you know what the problem You know what the problem with the Colts is, though? Jim Ursa. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you can't trade the owner. It's like the Cowboys problem. That's, that's what problem I'm saying. Like, But problem. that's that's the problem, bro. Like, the these owners are so full of power that they mess up their own situation every year, and it's like they have the they have so much power that they could just go point the finger because they ain't gonna get fired. And it's they really, it. it's really messed up, bro. It's it's messed up to like everybody who works. It's messed up to the whole organization, bro. Yeah. Like, Jim, Jim Sean is improving. Like, look what happened that. when look what happened when Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Rosen finally got out of their own way. Like, yeah, you have Jeffrey Lurie still as your owner. I forgot it really could have happened, yeah. bro. It could have happened years ago, though. Like, this could have happened years ago. 
We could have drafted Justin Jefferson like we were supposed to. I, I still, <laughs> bro, I know to this day, no, I know to this day that he's he, in his heart, believed that he was going to be a Philadelphia Eagles. Well, he's wearing purple, so. The Lamar Jackson won't be next year. Bro, like, I was going to make a Ravens joke. That wasn't the joke I was going to make. Okay. I wanted Justin Jefferson so bad in 2020. Yeah, everyone. We all, yeah, we all did. Well, you forget he was the fourth receiver taken. There were the yeah. top three forming that draft. There was and then we, Rose, we got oh uh, Jerry Judy and T. Lamb, and then it was Justin Jefferson. No, and then it was TCU product Jalen Rager. Mm-hmm. Talk about how good they were. I knew Jalen Rager was not going to be good during the draft. Can't believe and I saw this. Like when the first round pick, I my face, my jaw was wide open. Like, don't forget about Chase Claypool. <laughs> it wasn't oh, bad though. Top three receiver. Got in his own way. Oh man. If Chase Claypool wasn't a bad yeah. pick. It was a he was bad for personnel wise. The talent is there. The head isn't. My last thing I'll say about the Colts and Texans because I'll merge them together here. And th- this is gonna be cynical, but. They're not going to be good until the owners die. I'm sorry. Oh, all right. No Cal McNair, Cal Mc, no, right. Cal McNair sucks as an owner. He's always sucked no, no as since the 90s. Jim Ursay finally decided to be a hands-on owner for God knows why. Completely tanked the season. No one's going to want to go to Indianapolis. No one's going to want to go to Houston unless you give them the most money, but it's going to be a one-year contract. Just like Houston saw this year, Indianapolis is going to see the same thing the next couple years. Yeah, they about to give out all one-year, $15 million contracts. Exactly. So, I, and I'm sorry I went the cynical route, but it's the truth. They're not going to do anything. Because I already know Houston's going to buy a one-year rental again. Because who wants to coach there? The, the Colts, yeah. they might be going the same route. Or they're, they're going to try and pretend. Bro, they like, might as well give Eric B. his chance. They did interview we've Eric given B. Out, since we've given out one-year chances. What do we have to lose? They, uh, Texans are going to sign. Texans are going to sign Jonathan Cannon. And the Chiefs will block that. What, to the Texans? Well, not, no, either the Chiefs will block or he wouldn't take it because he wants to be there for one year. No, no, no. The, the Colts interviewed Eric B. Oh. Last night. I mean... All right. Yeah. So, I don't know what they do. Denver, they're primed to get Sean Payton. Personally, I don't think he should go there because does he really want to face Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes? Why not? And potentially next year for the Raiders, either Bryce Young. I don't understand. You have Russell Wilson. and he Those, not right, like, bro. Those names bro. are not, those names are not scary. Justin Herbert, is this his first playoff appearance? And and Pat Mahomes like okay, you still got to play their defense, who's not that great. So I just don't feel like Let, it's just like it. Brady, bro. Nobody's scared of Brady. We're not scared of Brady in the NFC. We're not. A lot of people have said that before, and it's come back to bite them. I'm about to say, bro. The, the, two people just, who played cool. him for like twenty. I just years. think it's saying that you just said Mahomes. That's okay. Like what? What? Yes. I'll give you not, Herbert. Yes. I'll give you Herbert. Herbert. Herbert's not. Don't say that. Not, not top five. No, he's not. He's not. Mahomes. Mahomes. He's what? 
is Mahomes is number player. one, and it's there's no question about who's number one. Does that mean we're like anybody in the AFC is supposed to be scared of him? No. They should be concerned with having a. I, I would say that who is the team to be scared of in the AFC then? Who's the team to be scared of in the AFC? Yes. The Cincinnati Bengals. Oh God, give me a break! I mean, he's not wrong. They're the most overrated. They're not overrated, bro. They're not overrated, bro. What? They're not overrated at all. They're actually they're they're actually underrated because of stuff that you're saying right now. I agree. Who's supposed to be scared of him? All right. Oh, people should be scared of the Bengals, but not the Chiefs. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. What? Oh, okay. Oh, disagree yes. with that. Joe Cool. Joe Bird. Come on now. Yes. We'll, we'll talk about that one in a month from now. We will. We definitely we're will. We're going to be back here next. We're going to be here and we're going to go on the show the second week of the semester. Y'all know the name of the, name of the game in the playoffs is defense. Chief yeah. defense isn't great, but it's serviceable. It's been okay. better this year. It's been better right, this year. It's been better this year. Tell that to the Houston Texans. Houston Tell that Texans to the Colts. Tell that to the Colts. See what yeah, they yeah. say about see, see what they say about the Chiefs. I'm sure that they would say that Patrick Mahomes was a very, very, very tough opponent. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but if I'm if I'm any of those franchises, I'm cool with losing it in by less than a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, some people have. And let's that. let's not get it twisted. Let's not get it twisted. Last year, if we'd have had half the offense we had this year, we would have beat Pat Mahomes. Who? Who's we? The Eagles. When? Well, wait, man. When? when? I, you guys weren't. You guys didn't play each other at all. Yes, did we y'all? did. Yes, we yes, did. We, we did. played the. We played the Chiefs. We uh, lost forty-two to thirty. We lost forty-two to thirty. Forty-two to thirty. That week a couple two? turnovers. That scheduled by heart. Was that week two? It's something. It was early. I know it was early. It was week two of last year. I'm not going to remember what that. What does that mean? Come on. <laughs> Come on. I'm not going to remember that. Anyway, I'm with you on this one, Paraway. How do you not remember that? You're supposed to remember every game from every team every year. Ever. That's what Sean McVay does. Until 1924. All right. Let's, I still so remember 2008 New York Giants. All right. So, let, so Martel, Martel, tell them tell what you told me before everybody got on the call about the Chiefs. Oh. If. Okay, if I'm the Jaguars, and no one's gonna agree with this take. Oh God, no! I'm not. I'm not opposed. You got to hear me out. You got to hear me out. If I'm the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson, and I look at the three-headed monster of the AFC, which is the Bengals, Bills, Chiefs, right now, that there's one team I want to play in the divisional round. If we beat the Chargers, which I think we do, but we'll get to that in a bit, is the Chiefs. That's not hateful. I mean, because I think Trevor Lawrence can go toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes right now. Oh my bro, you almost lost to Josh Dobbs on Saturday. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? He had a bad game, bro. Okay, oh, you had me. He had two. He had two. He had two missed throws. I agree. I mean, all right. He he did go. He did go toe to toe with Lamar. He did go toe to toe with Lamar. He outperformed Herbert earlier oh, in the season. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. You gotta stop, bro. 
Y'all got to stop for real. Outperform that. Trevor Lawrence is a top five kid. Oh, my God. And you have to accept that. The prince is here. The prodigy has arrived. The Jacksonville Jaguars are running the AFC South. We are winning Saturday. There's going to be no competition. Joey Bosa sucks. They all suck. We're putting up 30 on the Chargers, and we're going to walk into Kansas City, and we're going to take down the Chiefs! We and, then you're gonna, and then you're going to hear your alarm alarm. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> we're going to go to the wild card predictions of the uh, show. We're going to start in San Francisco. Uh, the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> we might as well start in Jacksonville. No, 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 no. You start in San Francisco because it's the first game on the docket. So, uh, well, let's go ahead and do it then. I'll talk to you about San Francisco. Oh, here we go. Now, I wanted to say all week that I thought that I was going to pick the Seahawks, but I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. I do think that it's going to be a lot closer than 10 points. I think that's very disrespectful to Is that Seattle. The line said that? I would be happy to, yeah, nine and I'm a half. Happy to see Seattle beat them, but I just don't. I think that the defense, the San Fran defense, is going to be a little too, uh, little too big, strong, and fat for uh, Geno Smith. Y'all have to stop, bro. Y'all have to stop this. Y'all got to stop this, bro. Like, y'all got to stop. Like, let's not. The 49ers did not score a point in the second half of that second game. Nothing. There's a guy touchdown. George Kittle. He went like this. Like. Oh, the 49ers are beatable. Are super are, beatable. Like, I think on he let me said they're beatable. He led with I that. think the playoffs, I think the playoffs on both sides are so wide open that it's gonna get more and more fun as the weeks go on. Definitely. Oh, yeah. That's I'm why glad you said that. I'm glad you close, said that. but I think San Fran edges it out. I don't think that they like bro. The Bengals, the Bengals are I think the Bengals are the biggest threat in the AFC, but the Ravens can beat them. Like on this later, bro. I'm dead, bro. The Ravens can beat them. What happened in the first ever game of the season? Lamar we didn't turn Lamar the ball Jackson. over. Okay, he didn't turn the ball over. And what did y'all do? Y'all got to Burrow, and y'all forced turnovers. It was it was All primarily a defensive game. It's going to be. I agree to that. We're, let's finish it. Let's finish in the NFC first. Let's finish yeah. in San Francisco, and then I can can talk about that. I will say, so, and we, I will be referencing FanDuel Sportsbook uh, for the spreads and over-unders and all that. Um, the Seahawks are nine and a half underdogs. I don't this agree with that. That's a terrible line. I, I really don't agree with that. I think the terrible Seahawks line. have fought all season. Yes, they haven't looked good against San Francisco, only combined for 20 points through the two games. One game was back in week two. So we could throw that game out the window, if I'm being honest. Because yeah, we ain't counting that game. We counting the last game they played, yeah. and they only lost by, what, six points? They lost by eight points at home, 21-13. So it could, it could get bad. I really don't see it getting bad just because this is Brock Purdy's first playoff game, just like it is Geno Smith's first playoff game. But the rest of the Seahawks have that playoff experience. DK do Metcalf they know? Yes, they do. DK Metcalf. Like, I, I, I will say this: the receiver group. Hey, has defense it. don't. But the rest the of the 49ers have, have that experience. O line doesn't have it. 
running backs don't have the receiver group has that experience the tight ends not even the tight end the receiver group has that experience because they were there when russell was taking them to the playoffs and stuff but that defense is super young they don't really have any the o-line is all brand new and they've been playing really well so don't think i'm discrediting them but yeah. they don't have the experience yeah i would actually say Seattle has probably has Carole. more experience than seattle does no san fran does they, i mean the last three years they made it to a super bowl they made it to an nfc championship I would. And then I they mean, had injuries. Yeah. Yeah. And they had Jimmy G. So there, there is one factor now we're thinking of too, and that's Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll is a Super Bowl winning coach. Kyle Shanahan is not. Pete Carroll knows how to win in the playoffs. Martel froze y'all. Uh oh. He gone. I'll finish his point. Um, Pete Carroll has the experience that Kyle Shanahan lacks extremely. Kyle Shanahan, we've seen him make the playoffs and be okay, but we haven't seen him produce and be consistent in the playoffs. I think of every time he went to the playoffs, it was some form of choke or giant mess that he made in some part, portion. There you go. No, my computer crashed. <laughs> Sorry. No. Kyle Shanahan and Pete Carroll. So, go ahead. Um, is this still recording? Yeah, it is. So, did everyone make a pick or no? I didn't make my pick yet. Ah, this game's hard to pick. We'll make picks uh, right now. I'll pick it. Listen, I, I think the Seahawks have a really good chance. Like, I agree. I think the spread is absolutely, I mean, it's disrespectful, frankly. Uh, it really is. Um, yeah. But even with that being said, I really still think that the 49ers are going to win this game. I think it's going to be a, like, six-point game. I think it's going to be a fairly offensive game. I think even for the Seattle Seahawks, it's going to be offensive. So I'm going to take a little bit of a higher score here and go 30-24 to in favor of the Niners. But I think it can be even closer than that. And I think there is many possibilities where the Seahawks come out with an upset here. We're just I picking winners of games. Love to see it. Yeah. Winners of games. This is this one first. Just do just do the Seattle San Francisco one first. Oh, okay. So I'm not expecting Gino to do anything special. Let's just I'm just gonna get that out of the way now. Oh yeah, Kenneth Walker. It's Kenneth Walker's gotta have a be, day. I think it'll be it'll be it'll be the defense. Putting pressure on Brock Purdy, making him as uncomfortable as possible, and the the offense just managing. Now, are we going to get the game of DK's life? Like in 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 the fantasy world, do I want that? Yes, I think that, bro. You're the number one receiver. We need to see what's going on. Yes, you got your little thousand yards, but it's it's playoff time. It's playoff time now. We know what Lockett can do. Like, what are you about to do? So. I am going to pick the Seahawks, but it's going to be very, very close. I'm going to say Seahawks 17 to 9 um, in a game to where the Seahawks shut Brock Purdy down. He's, he's throwing less than 200 yards a game, so let's, we're not going to act like he's, like, amazing. Um, they completely disrupt everything that the 49ers want to do on offense. So... In a close scoring game, seventeen to nine, Seahawks. 
Gino never wrote back. I love it. I love it. I hope you're right. Well, I hope. I hope you're right too. Shoot. (laughs) Well, I love the scenario. I love if the Seahawks defense clamps down. But this isn't 2013. We don't care, bro. This is 2013. (laughs) A whole decade later. It's going to be a close game. I do think it's going to be a defensive battle, and I'm going to go Robbie Gold, game-winning field goal in the fourth quarter, 2017 San Francisco. That's a great scoreline. I think there's two ways this game could play out. If you rely on an offensive shootout, I think that favors very well for the Seahawks just because I think Geno Smith is in a different league than Brock Purdy. Even granted, he's played very well. I'm not taking anything away from Brock Purdy. I think if this game goes down to a defensive stalemate, a close, low-scoring game, I got to favor the Seahawks in that. But I do think it's going to be somewhere in the middle. I'm going to speak it into existence. Give me Seattle. I had to get a score. Give me 28-24. Seattle to win that game and shock the world. Personally, let's go. I don't think it's shocking, yo. Like, I I really don't. I don't think it's shocking Look either. Look at that line to tell me that people are not people are expecting them to get whooped. That line is crazy. Who cares what anybody thinks? Well, shock people, the world then. We don't care about Vegas. That's by, that's what shocking the world is though. I'm not saying it's impossible. I personally think it will happen. <laughs> we I can, we need to put that on the board when we get back. We don't care what? about Vegas. Needs to be a hot game. That is the quote of 2023 so far. We don't care about Vegas. <laughs> Blow Love Vegas up. Love it. All right. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so right now it's two two. Reggie. Oh, uh, San Fran. On, Reg. Oh, you pick San Fran. San Fran in a very close one. It's going to be a defensive one. I think. The, did anyone say 20 to 17 or no? I did. Think somebody did? I did. Marty did. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna rock with you, Martin. Okay. Well, we're gonna watch a very similar game Saturday, and then it's time. Oh, it's time. Start. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. I'm I'm gonna watch TV. (laughs) We've been waiting for this moment for so long, for too long. With Trevor Lawrence, he's in the playoffs. You waited one year. Can you be quiet? Jacksonville Jaguars hosting the Los Angeles Chargers this Saturday. Primetime, Al Michaels, Tony Dungy on the call, NBC. They didn't want to put us on Sunday. Anyway. (laughs) We are the two-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Chargers. I think that's highly disrespectful. I'll give my... My thoughts and then my also my prediction later on if anyone else wants to go first. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be – I feel like this is going to be the closest game of the week, and I'm going to be honest with you. I think this is going to be an absolute battle. But at the end of the day, like you said before, about all those quarterbacks that Trevor Lawrence can go toe-to-toe with, I do think that he can go to toe-to-toe with Justin Herbert, and I think he's better than Justin Herbert. Like, I've said this many of times, I think Justin Herbert's very overrated. And I don't think that uh, Stanley's a good enough coach to get it done in the playoffs, like we were also saying before. So I think that Jacksonville shocks everybody, comes out on top this week. 
then you guys are just going to play spoiler. And then you get to go to Cincinnati, see what you get to do. I think it's going to be – I'm going to go overtime game, to be honest. First overtime game of the postseason. Oh. Go, uh, we'll go Jags 20. Do like that. Chargers 20. Two missed extra points. What was the final? You said 28 27-20. You don't have to kick the PAT if you score an OT, right? Well, no. Uh, different oh. overtime rules for the playoffs. Oh, Both teams get a right. chance to possess. You're right. All right, so 27-20. 27-20 Jags. Take it. All right, I'll go next. Yeah, I think I think this is also going to be a great game. I mean, we saw earlier in the season the Jags put the absolute beating on the Chargers in L.A. Um, and I agree. I also think Justin Herbert is overrated. Um, I, I, I've been on this train all season and for a little bit longer before that. And you want to take a look at these stats, man? I mean, they're about 700 yards apart in passing. They have the same amount of touchdowns. And Lawrence has less interceptions. So, you know, do what you will. But, yeah, I agree. This is going to be a close, very close matchup. Um, go ahead and give me Jaguars 24, Chargers 22. Like, not crazy. I like that. It's not crazy. I'll go next. Um, yeah, um, I've been called a Jaguars hater in the past by some people. I'm not, truthfully. I'm not. You're just a Yankee <laughs> hater. I am a Yankee hater. Screw them. Uh, um, the Jaguars getting to this point is a commencement, a commitment to Doug Peterson and how good of a coaching job he's done. Probably one of the top five best coaching jobs done all year. Jalen, I said three different quarterbacks right there. Trevor Lawrence took a massive leap this year. Christian Kirk did what we all thought he couldn't do in that contract signing. Defense is playing very well. I think last that I was gonna say the Chargers up until the decision to play all your starters in that Week 18 game when it didn't matter. You were locked in a play at Jacksonville. That decision hurt your team, and it hurt your players, and it hurt the possible stamina of what they could go into the game with. I think I'm going to take – I'll say this. If we see the team that we saw play Tennessee last week, I got to go Chargers. But I think Doug Peterson, being a Super Bowl winning head coach, will come to his senses, and I think the Jaguars will win this game. Walter? Oh, it's my turn. <sighs> Marty, you you will be you'll be a happy man today. Um, you'll be you'll be a very happy man today because I'm taking Doug Peterson and I'm taking Trevor Lawrence, and that's not even going to be the key that wins the game. The key that wins the game is Travis Etienne. Thank, thank you, get... someone, someone finally. <laughs> If they can get ETN going, it's going to open everything up. I ain't saying the Chargers are going to roll over. I'm not saying the Chargers are going to roll over. I'm just saying that it can happen. Uh, It's very possible. Give me the the Jaguars and a field goal win. So, okay. So, like I was saying before, um, the Chargers have the worst run defense. Travis Etienne, the reason why that game was so bad last week against the Titans was because we were unable to run the ball. Travis Etienne, Mm -hmm. 
I guarantee will run for over 100 yards. He will get a touchdown. He's going to ease. He's going to make Trevor Lawrence's life so very easy. Trevor Lawrence is going to have such an amazing game. Last week to this week is going to be a completely different game. Jaguars win 34-27. I do think Justin Herbert and crew, Austin Eckler, he's going to have two touchdowns. He's going to have 150 scrimmage yards. He's going to go off Keenan Allen. He's going to have 90 yards, 10 receptions. I mean, it's going to – this is going to be a shootout. It's going to be a completely different game from last week. But Trevor Lawrence had, and the offense has just more – they have more guys, in my opinion, versus that defense than the Chargers offense against the Jaguars defense. Not crazy. No, I don't hate it. Not crazy. I don't hate it either. I can't tell it's very tame in this take. I'll give you that. I'll give you your credit for that. I can't believe everyone picked the Jags. That's the one. That's the part that impressed me. What, did everyone pick the Jags? Yeah. You weren't but, expecting that, were you? No. Yeah, he, I, he, he had his defense ready. So he had his defense ready. Oh, everyone's hating. Everyone's hating. I know he didn't expect me to pick. I know he was ready to deflate me because he knew I thought I was going to pick the Chargers. You, you were the only person I thought that we're not going to pick the Jags. <laughs> Moving on, man. This won't be the most exciting game of the weekend for sure. It won't be. It'll be up there, but it won't be. We're going to go to yeah. Sunday, 1 o'clock, CBS. Tony Romo and Jim Nance on the call. Too bad they have to call the Dolphins' Bills. That's the Bills are 13-and-a-half favorites, according to FanDuel Sportsbook. And if I was a betting man, I'm done. which I'm not, I'm taking that and then some. Me too. Because the Dolphins, I hate to say this, but they might, they might not score three points. Wow. Yeah. Th- oh, this that... game will be over at halftime. Yeah, Josh yeah. Allen might not play the second half. I don't think so. <laughs> it's gonna look I mean, like... he'll, he'll play the second half because it's the playoffs and blah, 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 whatever. But it's... Now, don't say that because they knew we got to play a real team next week, so they might rest them. Yeah. So I'm going Bills. 2028, 20, the Dolphins. I'll go three. I'll give them three points. Yeah, I mean, that place is going to be absolutely rocking. Bill's Mafia is going to be out and about. Uh, you said DeMar Hamlin's going to be in the press box, right? I hope. Oh, yeah. Nah, I, I, I would like... assume he would be, him and his family. Yeah, I don't know. With... 30 in the first half. That'll just yeah. add fuel to the fire. I have Bill's winning this game 35 to 7. I don't hate that. Um, I also have the Bills winning this game, obviously. I have them scoring 35 points as well, but give the Dolphins 13 points. That's fair. I almost said 13 too, Stevie. Yeah, 35-13. Well, I looked up the record for the biggest playoff blowout of all time. It's 63-7. to You know who did that? Playoff, huh? You know who did that? I know. I, I was going to get there. It was the Jacksonville Jaguars. They beat the Denver Broncos 63-7. to Oh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Georgia. Professional, Georgia. professional. I mean, that and the giant game. Oh, trust me, Reg, you're not out of this. We're gonna find a way to talk about college football in a minute. No, we don't have <laughs> there. College football, it's over. Yeah, we don't have we to, didn't talk get to talk about any. Year. Reg is like, oh, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm not talking about college football until next August. 
Camp camp will be the first time Reg talks about Michigan football. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think that record gets reset this weekend. I think it'll be 63-0. Give me the Bills and a white. Whoa. 63-0. Jesus. Jesus. Case Keenum. Have a terrible defense. Dude, Case Keenum's about to put up numbers. Case Keenum's about to put up numbers. By, by the way, Zach... I do. I do want to about. Uh, we should be talking about Kenny Pickett's playoff debut coming up this weekend, but Jets suck, so it's not yeah. true. And Zach, I do. Before we get the Walter and his pick, which I'm assuming it's going to be Bills, I do want to fact check you there. It was the Jacksonville Jaguars with the biggest playoff blowout, but it was 62-7, and it was Dan Marino's last game. I remember. I know it was his last game. It was sixty-two to seven, not sixty-three to seven. All right, my bad. Fred Taylor, 91-yard yard scamper, I like to call it, because, man, did he run. Woo! Anyway. All right. I, was, I was one point off. My bad. But that record gets reset this weekend. Right. We'll see. We'll see. It probably won't, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a limb and say it will. I mean, if they could score 60 and one half, then, you know, <laughs> good job. <laughs> but... Yeah, if there's one game where I it don't would be think the most feared team in the AFC, the Dolphins need to be fired. But need to fire the defensive coordinator. Like he's done a terrible job. So. Yeah, Walter, what's your prediction for this game? I got the Dolphins. <laughs> Give me. I don't know why y'all. I don't know why y'all. Y'all are, y'all know y'all always know that I take the underdog. I'm I always I know, take the underdog. <laughs> We're, let's just get it straight. They won that game. They didn't lose the game, and they didn't win the game by Skylar Thompson, which is a good sign. Which is a, it's, it's 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 a positive sign. Now, if you look at the if you look at the first game, if y'all go back and you look at that first game in Buffalo, the Dolphins were able to run the ball. Mostert had 16, 17 carries for what almost one hundred and fifty yards. If they can. Get the Russian attack going along with playing defense. And I'm not even asking them to put up points. I'm asking them to keep it close. If you can keep it close through three quarters, you give yourself the best shot to win. If, if it has to depend on the fourth quarter, y'all doing a, a great job. Y'all actually doing something that nobody else saw coming, which I can see I can see it happening. Um Josh Allen is a turnover machine. I don't I mean yeah, he's done good in the playoffs. Whatever you want to say, Martel, I don't care. Josh Allen is a turnover machine, and if you make him uncomfortable, he will turn the ball over and play you right into a win. So, do I think they have the biggest like upside of winning? No, but do I think that if they do certain things, they can, like, Minimize what the Bills can do and keep themselves in the game. Absolutely, don't turn the ball over. Make Josh Allen uncomfortable and keep it close. So, I will give the Dolphins a win, and let's give them a field goal win. I give them a field goal win. They're up in the fourth quarter. Josh Allen got to go down and get the win or do whatever, like two, three minutes left. Josh Allen throws a pick. He throws a pick to throw the game away. They drive down, kick a field goal, Bills will. I can respect that Walter's 10 toes down no matter what, what, what he says. I respect that. 
I got to give it to you. You sound pretty confident. Not even confident. Like, he just he sticks to what he says. I, I, I respect that. I can't Why, give you a score. I can't give you a score at all. Well, I agree with what he said. No, but I can respect what he said. That's fair. Just, just to think right. that y'all about to just, just think that, like, they're just going to go in there and just blow the doors off of them. No, it was 29 to 28 in the first game with Tua. And y'all, y'all all know I don't like Tua. And I know you don't like Tua. So I'm not just going to give him a rollover win. I can't. You go back and watch the tapes. Kyler Thompson was not terrible against the Jets. All right. All right. We'll see what happens with that game. I'm just. We know. I, I, I truly don't think it's going to be close. It, the run game, you saying about the run game, I, I didn't even think about that. So that could be a factor, but even still. I remember the last time the Dolphins had to play a backup quarterback on wild, wild card weekend. Oh, God. Shut up about 2014. <laughs> Matt Moore. Oh, my God. Well, there's three. Oh. All right, we can move on. Sorry, I'm um, Going to the 430 game Sunday. Pro- in my opinion, it's going to be the best game of the weekend. Great, 100%. We got the Giants, the New York football Giants, Brian Dable, Coach of the Year candidate, Saquon Barkley, Offensive Player of the Year candidate, going up against the Minnesota Vikings, Justin Jefferson, also Offensive Player of the Year candidate. Also, why is Kevin O'Connell not getting any praise for Coach of the Year? Because it's the Vikings. They could get it. They could get it. It's the Vikings, and they're in the north. Like, it's not really that much competition, if I'm being honest. I mean, there's not much for Doug Peterson either, but he's getting more praise than Kevin O'Connell. Jack, which I like. Yeah, but that it's the turnaround that he's getting praised for. Like, that's a crazy turnaround. We can expect Minnesota to be in the playoffs every year as Eagles fans. The, like, the Jags got credit for turning them from the first overall pick to a playoff team. Right. Like and the Minnesota Vikings, like all right, we know they, off. we know they're not going to do nothing. But the least they're going to do is beat her. Like they'll beat her. You want to start it off then? I, I already, I already got the Giants winning. I mean, well, you got to explain. I, I mean, <laughs> number one, they got lucky. Okay, um, at the end of the game, the Giants folded, and they. Kicked a 61-yarder. Like, come on. I ain't going to lie. Looking at that, I wasn't – I didn't think he was going to make that. It was a good – it was a good boot, but I didn't think he was going to make that. So, if it comes – if it has to come down to, like, a last-second field goal, like, I just feel like the Giants' biggest thing is going to be protecting the football, getting Saquon open, and shutting Justin Jefferson down. Like, I mean, if they can do that, then – they have they have a pretty good chance at winning. I mean, that game was like back and forth anyway. But if if it did anything, it exploited the weakness of Minnesota's defense. Like, there's no way in the fourth quarter you let up a, a 30, 40 yard touchdown from Saquon up right up the middle, right through the heart of your defense. So, I have Not a Giants. Um. I had the Giants just because we know that we like we have seen 
Minnesota time and time again, like stink it up and fold. And this coach, for whatever reason, I don't know. I don't know how he's doing it, but he's definitely getting it done because we went from questioning Daniel Jones to questioning <laughs> like Brian Dable and how he's getting it done with Daniel Jones. He's no longer Daniel Jones is no longer the the one that's being looked at. Like he's like he's terrible. So you gotta give me the Giants on this one. Um and I I can't even give you a score on that, honestly. I can't say it'll be a shootout, but I can't say it'll be like a game to where it'll come down to one possession. I don't think it'll be that type of game because it didn't have to be the first game. It's just the Giants got to clean up minor mistakes. That's it. No, and I like that take. Um, I certainly I, I agree. I I I think the Giants are also going to win this game. Um, I, I do understand, you know, if you're looking at the Giants injury report, they've got a lot of guys on there. Evan Neal's there, Leonard Williams there, Aziz Chalari, Adoree Jackson, all those guys are on the injury report, but I imagine that they're still going to play. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I can't see most, if not all of them, sitting that game out. So I, I think this is going to be a very close game, but this time I think the Giants are going to be the one who pull it out. Um like I said earlier, Kirk Cousins is okay. He's good. He's not okay. He's good, but he's not great. And I think Brian Dayball just can get more out of his guys than Kevin O'Connell can in certain situations, and I think that's what's going to happen here. You think Wink um, Martindale is not going to go after Kirk Cousins? Crazy. Of course he is. No, of course he I'm is. not saying the whole game because you still got to account for Justin Jefferson, but he's going to send pressure. No, I agree. And but they held, they you know, they they performed well last time. I think it's gonna be the same score except flipped. It was twenty seven twenty four. I think it's gonna be twenty seven twenty four in favor of the Giants this time. Sheesh. I definitely agree with both of you. Uh I think that I don't and I think it's gonna be a little bit of high scoring, not like crazy. But I don't think the Giants are gonna win this game on Daniel Jones' back. I think that this is gonna be nice. the Saquon Barkley legacy game. I think Saquon Barkley is going to have an absolute day on Sunday afternoon or Sunday night, whatever it is. And I think it's going to be the second best game of the weekend behind the Jaguars-Chargers game. But also, like I was telling you, Walt, and you, Ryan, before Steven and Zach got on, when I watched that Packers game, Packers-Vikings game, all they did was lock down Justin Jefferson. They locked him down, and the Vikings – were scrambling. They did not know what to do. Just did the same thing. Yeah, and I know that the Giants don't have the Giants don't have Sauce Gardner or Jair Alexander on their team. But if they can find a way to just slow him down, I think the game is going to be all Giants, and I think the Giants can win the game by ten points. I think they could win the game thirty to twenty, and I'm going to pick that as my score as well. And I'm going to take the Giants at thirty to twenty. I kind of came up with that one off my head. But I really do believe that the Giants are going to – Giants are a dangerous team and a team that a lot of top teams in the NFC do not want to see right now. That, that's my take on it. And I'm going to agree with all three of you. Uh, the Vikings are sitting at three three-point favorites. I don't agree. I think – the Giants have their number in a fluke 61-yard field goal by Greg Joseph, who 
has not been a consistent kicker throughout his entire career, except for this year. Something about this year with the Vikings is just off-putting. 11-0 in one-score games, just, it just doesn't make sense. But like you said, Justin Jefferson, if he gets locked down, and I mean, Jair Alexander was the definition of locking down Justin Jefferson, but usually the locking down Justin Jefferson is like five catches for 50 yards. Yeah, and that would still work. Which, which is what happened against the Jets. The Jets, they only had him get six receptions for 48 yards. Sadly, they still lost the game, but they were competing in that game. I think there's going to be two main factors to this game, and that is can they lock down Justin Jefferson, which I, I don't think he'll get 100, but I don't know if he'll lock him down. And two, Whose O-line is going to play better? And I'm going to go with the Giants O-line playing against that Vikings pass rush versus the Vikings O-line playing against the Giants pass rush. Yeah, I actually like the Giants rush. I like the Giants pass rush. I think Kayvon Thibodeau. Kayvon Thibodeau, Aziz Jalari, Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence. Lawrence. Those guys, I mean, those guys are a bunch of dogs. Dexter Lawrence and Kayvon Thibodeau are going to eat this Sunday, and I'm going to have them combine for four sacks between both of them. Not crazy. And I think the Giants D-line in general and just defense will get six-plus sacks against this Vikings O-line. Mm-hmm. They, they have not looked good in the past couple of weeks, and I think it's going to finally show. I'm going to go Giants 24, Vikings 16. Vikings lose their first one-score game of the season when it matters most. I like it. What I will say is I don't think they're going to get that many sacks just because Christian Darasol has been a very good left tackle this year, probably one of the best in football. No, he has been one of the best in football. I'm sorry. Having an amazing rookie year for the O-line for the Vikings. But outside of that, hard to beat teams in this league twice, man. Especially twice the way they did. They beat them twice on a hope and a prayer. Like, mm-hmm. give me the Giants. I mean, I don't know how necessarily. There's ways to lock down Justin Jefferson, especially in a Wink Martindale defense. You don't have to play man coverage the whole time like what likes to do. If you threw some zone in there and put pressure in Kirk Cousins' face from the right side, throw him off, that way he has to hit his tight end who you have to hit T.J. Hawkinson. Let T.J. Hawkinson beat you. He's a good player, but let him beat you. I don't know if he could beat you the same way Justin Jefferson could beat you. And that defense has been suspect all year. We know they aren't the best units. So let Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley do what they have to do. Give me the Giants in this game in a close one. 2017. like it. The Sunday night football game, and I know Paraway's been waiting for this one. No, I'm not, but all right. We've been talking about it the last hour, hour and a half, however long we've been doing this, and it's finally time. The Ravens might as well should have stayed in Cincinnati this week. Uh, The Cincinnati Bengals will be hosting the Baltimore Ravens. No Lamar Jackson. Can they do it? The Bengals open up at nine and a half favorites. I don't want to go first. No, they can't do. do it. I'm I sorry, do. Zach. They can't do it. The Bengals I are going to win this game. I do. Let and, and let me tell you why. The first game, okay, they had Lamar. All right, fine. Um, what was the score? Nineteen seventeen. It didn't. Ha- that score didn't have to be that score. Lamar had a couple misses at touchdowns. Zach, we were watching that game. Yeah, we watched um, it together, and I told you every single time he missed a deep ball. I mean, I'm not saying that. Honestly, the Ravens just need a game manager. Like, 
there's been times when Lamar hasn't been super duper magnificent, but he's been able to manage games and keep them in games and not turn the ball over and just keep it close. And that in the playoffs, when you're when you're when you're 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 dominated through you're dominated even before you step on the field, like everybody nobody's expecting you to win. If you can keep it close, you're doing a good job. And Granted, they had a rookie. They didn't play their y'all didn't play y'all starters. It didn't have to be twenty seven to sixteen, but even then, y'all held them to twenty seven points. That's a, that's a potentially high scoring offense right there. Now, you gotta you can't turn the ball over like AB did twice. I mean, one fumble and then didn't he throw a pick or two? Yeah, I mean, like three picks. I mean, if you don't turn the ball over, I think the outcome of that game is different. Because for a while, y'all kept it kind of close. I mean, 27-16 is not half. a blowout. Yeah, that second half. half. But y'all went into that first half like, all right, we could win. Like Y'all went into that first half like, all right, we're playing their starters. We're not even playing our starters. We beat them the first time. What do we have to be scared of? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Now, if Huntley can just manage the game, as I'm saying, and oh, y'all can no, get that. Don't start Huntley, bro. Y'all can Stop get that out. rushing attack. Bro, y'all, y'all not going to start A.B., as much I as I want to see, to. y'all not gonna start AB. Y'all problem is y'all ain't got nobody to throw to. Y'all don't have nobody to throw to. If y'all would have had a receiver, some type of passing attack, it would be cool. But even with even without that, y'all still can find ways to win, as we've been there, seeing. There's a, there is a way to win this game. Right. So give me give me and exactly. that's make that's force Joe Burrow to, to to turn the ball over, force him to be uncomfortable. Y'all know that Bengals line ain't good. So give me the Bengals. I mean, give me the Ravens in a tight one, a super tight one, like a like a Justin Tur- like a Justin one Tucker point. game winner. Steven, I know you want to go next, and then I'll go after you. Let y'all go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I just the Raven the Ravens. It, it's unfortunate that Lamar isn't playing because if Lamar was playing, I think this might be a little bit of a different story. But it's just not for me. <laughs> I, I just can't see the Bengals losing this game. I just think, you know, we're talking about how Joe Burrow is one of the scariest quarterbacks in the league, how the Bengals are one of the teams you have to worry about. And that's true. And you just, I, I just can't, I just can't pick against Burrow in this situation. So I know the key to winning this game for the Ravens is turnovers because you know, I said this in the group chat the other day. When Burrow starts throwing picks, he doesn't throw one, he doesn't throw two. He's throwing three or four. He's he's really turning the ball over. But I don't th- I don't see that happening in this game. Um, so go ahead and give me the Bengals. It's gonna they're gonna hold Burrow. It's not gonna be super high scoring. Go ahead and give me Bengals twenty four, Ravens seventeen. <laughs> so this this is a tough game for me because I I think with Lamar Jackson. The Ravens upset the Bengals. I really do. I don't think it's an upset, but that's, I, and, yeah, y'all know yeah. me. Well, for yeah, for you, for the rest of the NFL, it would be an upset. Yeah. <laughs> um, and even without Lamar, I can see there's there's a way the Ravens do it, and that is they get three plus turnovers from the Bengals' offense, and they. Own the time of possession. They get 40-plus minutes of time of possession. J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Tyler Huntley, Anthony Brown, whoever's the quarterback, they have a, a fantastic game running the ball. You need to get at least 200 rushing yards. 
you need to score rushing touchdowns when you get into the red zone. You can't set up for field goals. And that's that's the problem I have with this team is that I don't think you're going to be able to finish in the red zone. Now, your pass rush is going to get after Joe Burrow, and I think they're also going to be settling for field goals. This is going to be a very low-scoring game. I can see this even going to OT. Mm-hmm. But if it goes to OT, you already lost the game. Because I do not trust Tyler Huntley and Anthony Brown at that point in the game. The Bengals, the Bengals crowd's going to be rowdy if they go to OT. And I just I don't trust the Ravens offense at that point. I mean I'm going to go Bengals 22, Ravens 19. But it, it's very possible. You, and like I like I just said, if they can do get three plus turnovers, they can rush for 200 yards, and they can score in the red zone. The Ravens win this game. Mm-hmm. I just uh, in the most generic possible way ever, but it'll happen. Yes. Go ahead, Go ahead, I got I got a little bit to say. Um. So I'll start off with this. If I were a betting man, which I'm not, I would take the Ravens to cover at plus nine and a half or whatever you said it was. Yeah. As we've seen throughout his entire football career, at least that I've been watching him, when the moment is big, that's when Joe Burrow really plays the best potential, I feel like, at least. Every single game I've seen him play in where the moment is huge, he's played great. Against Mahomes, the national championship. Even in the Super Bowl, he played all right. He wasn't the reason they lost the Super Bowl. And that is why I agree where if uh, Baltimore had Lamar, it's a completely different story. But I think at the end of the day, the Bengals are going to come out on top of this. And a pretty close game. At least a closer a closer score than the game's going to be, I think. And I think the Bengals <sighs> won 21-14. to Generic score, like Walter said, it's going to be a generic game. I think it's going to be a very good. I, the whenever an AFC North division rival plays against Bro, each other, classic so, AFC boredom. It's going to be a good game. If, if, I, lot, I will say this before: talking, a lot of nastiness, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of fighting, a lot of violence. It's going to be fun to watch. Zach, before you go, I want to say this: if you love AFC North football. You're going to love this game. And I will say this. This is going to be a top three game of the weekend. Yeah. Hope you're all right. The, the Ravens yeah, are going to surprise a lot of people. And, I, again, I laid out the foundation. Walter thinks you're going to win. I've laid out the foundation to how I see this game going. Can you execute? All right. And I hope Harbaugh, Harbaugh the Roman Empire, and I are on the same page. <laughs> He's right. a better job than his brother did in the first round of the playoffs. Bro, talk to you. Don't don't think it's like that, bro. Don't do that. No, don't don't bring up don't bring up Jim. You need to, you need to bro. You need to go to your quarterback room. You need to go to your quarterback room. Tell Sammy Watkins to hold on to the ball. Let's not forget he fumbled at the end of the game. That made it worse. He wasn't worse. even the worst receiver that day. You forgot DeMarcus caused the interception, dropped the Already, pass, and, and that's what I'm flag. saying. That's why I'm saying you don't really have to worry about quarterback play. As a quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens, you don't have to do too much. You never have to do too much. 
if you can manage a game without turning the ball over, you're in the game every time. Okay. All right. I'll say my piece now. Fair. Okay. First off, the comment on last week's game, the Bengals, you're soft as cotton. You are crybabies. You are soft as cotton. First off, don't cry about playing AFC North football. Still, they never cry in the umpteen years we played them. You ain't crying when you had AJ Green. Hell, the Browns don't cry when they play now, so don't start crying now because y'all pretty boys. I hated that when um, Jamar Chase and Autumn and Autumn came on and was talking about how we was roughing them. Nah, y'all are soft. Y'all soft as cotton. First off. Second off, Ant Brown, please start. <laughs> but you turned the ball over a lot last week. And wasn't your fault. That. What I one interception wasn't your fault, and the fumble wasn't your fault. The fumble was on your blind side in the end zone. I wish you could have another ball, but you didn't see him coming. And you don't have receivers that can that can get open. Interception wasn't your fault. It was right out of Demarcus Robinson's hand. Was it behind him? Yes, but it was in his hands. Uh, first interception, that was your fault. All right. First interception was your fault. When this game is going to be through JK, which is why I'm glad we did not play him last week. We let the man rest. Granted, we won't have Gus, which sucks. Because coming to the goal line, Gus is a beast right there. No bus. We don't have a we well, he hasn't he's he's limited in practice, so we could play, but Gus is gonna play. He just, I was gonna man, say Look, man, it's just like I said earlier, there's no way a lot of these guys don't play even if they're on the injury report, especially if they're in such a danger of, like, being one and done. I can name you all the guys you're coming back. From who didn't play last week, Mark Andrews, J.K. Dobbins, Marcus Peters, Calais Campbell, Titus, they're all playing next week and they didn't play last week. They're all playing on on Sunday. Every last one of them. And that's four, four or five guys there that are game changers. Lays Campbell to stop the run. Marcus Peters so we can get Brandon Stevens out of here. Um, Mark Andrews because he's our best wide receiver, basically. <laughs> oh, man. And J.K. because he's our best running back. And honestly, I, mean, I got Isaiah Likely. Likely's cool. Don't get me wrong. Likely is a good tight like end. But in the same breath, Mark Andrews is, is just better. But Likely is a great tight end. Don't get me wrong. That's good. Likely is a great tight end, but to win this game is going to be punching the Bengals in the mouth. What they cried about last week is how we're going to win the game this week. They showed you they cards by complaining all week to the media about Roquan and all our guys. They showed you they cards because they was crying all week. I guess they forgot that Montez Burfecht was a Bengal. That's what I'm saying. Like, all week I'm sitting here like, Montez Burfecht. I hate hate them. Like... (laughs) They want to change AFC North football, and I don't understand why. It worked for so long. Y'all want to come in here with y'all Joe Burrows and your Jamar Chases and change everything. I don't like that. But game plan is there. I, I think they even I think the game plan could still happen, and there's still a chance we don't win, which is okay. I think this is a big game for the organization as a whole to show you what, not only to show you what we can do as a team, but what life after Lamar may look like. That's what you're setting into. Oh, Brandon, Marcus Peters probably won't be there after that. Marcus Peters won't be there after next year. Glaze no. Campbell won't be there after next year. He's already retired. What? He's retiring after this year. He's retiring after this year. Yeah. He hasn't come he hasn't came out and said it, but he will. He's no, he said it. he said it uh back in July. 
I, he said he changed his mind since then. He said he's oh, going to really? play out and see. He's going to be 37. Maybe he and, signs a one-day contract with Duval. He could. He could do it even in Arizona, too. No. But Marcus Peters is gone because he's going to commence too much of our cap. I think this is a time for the last hoorah of Big Trus, and you let that play out how it is. I think the Ravens, of course, I'm going Ravens win. I couldn't give you all a score just because there's so many different ways this game can go. And there's only a handful of them where we win, even though winning is very possible. That line is crazy. That line is not a good line. Games will be closer than that because it's two divisional opponents. But give me the Ravens, man. I got to go Ravens flat, baby. And then the last game of Wild Card Weekend. It's hot. It's hot as balls in that thing. (laughs) All right, cool. Before you get into this, Martel, I just saw a tweet, and I think this is a very good idea. People are saying that. Whoever loses the Jaguars uh, Chargers game, the starting quarterback has to shave their head. Yes. I, think I would pay money to see that. All time hair matchup. This is an all time hair matchup. Um, the luscious locks. Yes. Well, too bad Played Herbert. Called. Excuse me. Wow, Zach. Didn't Herbert already like, shave his head a couple years ago, too? He did his rookie year, but it grew yeah, it wasn't, sh- it wasn't shaved, but it was pretty. He like good. he chopped. He he got what I have. Like he, the length that I have right now is what he got to. It, it was, was down to like his shoulders, but he got to my length. I don't know. I don't know how short. Lawrence. It was would a little short in there. I don't know how Lawrence would look without all that hair because he's had that literally since high school. No, Trevor Lawrence probably looks like a thumb without hair. Okay, well, by kids type beat. What? <laughs> the villains from Spy Kids, bro. He said he, he said he'd look like a thumb, like the thumbers oh, from Spy Kids. Spy Kids. Yeah. The first one with the thumbs. Yeah, the villains, bro. He said he'd look like a thumb, bro. Spy Kids type beat. What you want? I mean, take us to the take us to the last game, Martel. Of course, of course. Last game, we got the Cowboys. The two-and-a-half favorites over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which you would think Vegas at some point would realize that Tom Brady's in the playoffs. But like Walter said earlier, we don't care about Vegas. And No, we don't. I want to go later for this one because I have a lot of thoughts for this. I'll go first if y'all want. Yeah. You know how I feel about it. I'll go first. Yeah. I think I'm going I'm to repeat something my grandfather told me while watching this game. I thought it was hilarious. If, this, if, the, if both teams just collapsed and, like, the earth opened up and just ate them whole and no one had to win this game, I would take that first and foremost. So no one freaking wins. That is what I want most in the world. That's how I feel about the ravens Bengals game on Sunday night. I know. Don't feel bad. <laughs> I know. Reg, I was waiting. I'm like, how are you so calm while reacting to this game? I'm different when my team's not in it. You guys will see that now. Now that my team's out of the question, I have a very different view on things. I thought you'd be mad just because your team wasn't in it. That's why I was like, oh, he's going he's gonna to be. Well, I mean, he's That's still what happens mad. when you have to rely on somebody else to win. You can't be in that spot to begin with. Because you know why? Joe Flacco. Okay, yeah. I'll talk about the Cowboys. Joe Flacco is elite. I didn't even. I didn't even say anything. I didn't even talk trash today. I'm sorry, Reg. I'm sorry. That was a low blow. I'm sorry. 
You're gonna get me in like five minutes when we go to when we go to potential free agents. You're gonna get me in like five minutes. Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, honestly, can't go against Brady in the playoffs, man. That in Dallas after last week, especially, did not look good. Granted, do I think they weren't playing with a full head and head, mind and head because they were too busy looking at other games such as the Eagles and the Niners game entirely? But I can't. I have to go off of what I've seen. Granted, that Eagles game was amazing. They played amazingly that Eagles game. If we get the Dallas Cowboys team that played that Eagles game, give me them in the NFC chip for all that. But the Eagles game of, was amazing. The, the Eagles game was amazing. Game. They played good in that game. The Eagles oh, with Gardner Minshew game was amazing. If that's your ceiling for the Cowboys, if that's your ceiling for the Cowboys, then tell them to stay home against Brady. They're gonna beat Brady if they played y'all the way they played the Eagles. How did they play us? We didn't even have our quarterback, bro. With Gardner Minshew put forty on them. How did they play us? They put forty on y'all. No one on y'all defense was hurt, was it? Yes. <laughs> yes. We were Ooh. out of a safety. We were out of our slot corner. And we had two defensive linemen out. Oh, your that defense. Is true. Will, so, so I asked you this question. Oh, your and we didn't have a quarterback. That's not on defense, though. It don't matter. Are those pieces missing from your defense? That make your defense worse than the Bucks defense going into going into Monday. What defense is better, the Bucks defense going into that Monday game, or your defense? It doesn't. Going into that- it doesn't. It doesn't matter if we have if we have key pieces that that play key roles in the type of defense we want to run that are missing. That is true. I.e. Avante Maddox. Defense even going into that game was still better than what the Bucks have been putting out this year. The Bucks defense has been flat out not good. I don't think so. I don't think played good true. against the Cowboys Week One. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's true. Even with all the injuries, won, yeah. even with all the injuries that they got, the Bucks defense been doing all right. They've been keeping We're Brady in some games. I'm just saying there's a way the Cowboys can win. To say the Cowboys can't win is crazy. I'm oh, I was just speaking point. to I was just speaking to your point of the Cowboys being amazing. I don't I don't understand that take. They played an amazing game. They but did. They did it. They did it though. They did offensively. That's still an amazing game. Like, yeah. But I'm gonna still say the Bucks to win. Going off of what I saw last week, the Bucks are gonna win the game. Then Brady's gonna lose the next round. Come on, Michigan, man. Go vote for your boy. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Michigan, man. Listen, listen. You know how I... You already know how I feel about this. We know how you feel, right? Well, year. Um, I don't know why people still count him out. It's pretty stupid. <laughs> I saw some stat. I think he's like 8-0 and against the Cowboys or something like that. Mm-hmm. Owns them. Not the only team he owns, but Dak Prescott's a fraud. Mike McCarthy's a fraud. Tristan Worse is playing, so he's going to eat Michael Parsons. True. Um, Zeke's a fraud. Yep. Texas is a fraud. Zeke hasn't been good in years. I don't even think he's a fraud anymore. Kevin Bay's going to win this game. Dallas is going to be winning the whole game. Tom Brady's going to do what he does, come back in the fourth quarter. Dallas it's like the Saints. Choke. And it's going to be that. Tampa Bay wins 35-27. to 27. Not crazy. You, you uh, think the Bucks put up thirty five? Yeah, that's a little too high scoring for me personally. Um, I'm playoff just gonna, Lenny, true playoff Lenny. But I, I just gotta say, uh, Bucks. I agree. The Bucks are gonna win this game. The Cowboys looked absolutely atrocious against Sam Howell and the Commanders. Um, 
And Mike McCarthy played all the starters. Not sure what he was doing there. Only took them out. He was for the trying last to secure the himself game. A, uh, the NFC East if the Eagles lost, which I but, understand. But the way but he knew. Was, but the the Eagles were winning the entire game. But if he if that was his plan, then I I don't know what he was. Calling. I don't know what Dak Prescott was doing out there. I he mean, played terrible. He did. And and I honestly think I honestly think Dak is going to throw like two picks in this game. I think Dak is going to throw two picks in this game. And I think that's going to be why they lose. And I honestly don't think Tom Brady's going to do anything amazing. I mm-hmm. think this is going to be on the running game. Um I think we we saw it in Munich. Um and I think we're going to see it again here. We're going to see that dual tandem at running back for the Bucks actually do something. Um and I think Worse is going to have a good day against Parsons, so Go ahead and give me the Bucks with a score of 25 Cowboys 20. But I will let me just say one more thing. But the the Cowboys defense really has no avenue to win here. You play zone coverage, you're gonna get picked off by against the greatest quarterback in zone coverage of all time. Period point blank. You play man coverage, yeah. Trayvon Diggs side is cool because he's a good corner. That other corner spot is going to get dogged. And even then, Trayvon Diggs is not going to win every single matchup. Absolutely not. Especially against Mike Williams. I'm just happy you made up. I'm just happy you made up for what you just said. Don't make it seem like... like Because cause that, that week one, week two matchup against the Bucks, uh, uh Mike, Evans, Mike Evans owned Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, but don't say anything like Trayvon Diggs ain't a good corner. He ain't. He's not. That's crazy. Trayvon Diggs is a good uh, corner. Also, guys, just want to point this out. He would be out. a better safety than a corner. I just, agree to that, but he's a good corner too. Just off, he's officially listed, Mike Williams is out. Against oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's oh, terrible. Jags. That's his Jags, bro. Come on. That's terrible. That, that 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 should get Brandon Staley fired alone. That should get Brandon Staley fired. I agree. We are the world. <laughs> I will say this though: if y'all find a way to lose. Won't even come to the show on Wednesday. I'll beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. Um. Well, you have your pick, or do you want me to go for the Cowboys? Man, y'all know what I'm. That will give you two, three picks and some and some uh some chicken wings. Uh, some chicken wings. Zeke is a fraud. Um, sadly. They will. I think. I think the the Bucks defense comes alive this game, and I think playoff Lenny is back. He comes alive, and Brady doesn't have to do too much. I'm not saying the Cowboys are not going to come out and play. I'm saying that as a team, top to bottom, they're going to play together because. And I don't care who's on the field. I don't care who's missing from the lineup. They've been playing with most of this, most of the same dudes on their defense for most of the year. So. I think even if it's a shootout, I just think the Cowboys are going to find a way to lose it. And Mike McCarthy's still going to have his job next year, so we can finally just stop talking about the Cowboys, and I'll be happy. Well, when that that's impossible. You can never stop talking about the Cowboys. They're America's team. Too funny. It's too funny. No, nah, they're <laughs> they're they're a comedy show, so it's funny to talk about them. Um, I'm going to tell you guys exactly how this game's going to go. It's going to be tied 10-10 going into halftime. Leonard Fournette's going to have a touchdown. Both offenses are going to do whatever. Dak Prescott's going to throw a pick with less than two minutes. Tom Brady's going to get them to the field goal range, 10-10 halftime. 
Cowboys are going to go up 20-10. With about 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter, Dak's going to throw his second pick in the game. Tom Brady's going to lead a touchdown drive. We'll give the touchdown to – we'll give it to Chris Godwin. Give it to Russell that... Gage, man. Give it to Russell Gage. No, we'll, we'll go Godwin. Godwin's going to be reliable. Fair, fair, fair. 90 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the Dallas offense is going to go three and out. Brady's going to drive down, hit Russell Gage. Touchdown, 24-20. Bucks near defense gets one more pick, seals the game. Tom Brady – He's inevitable. 24-20 Buccaneers. And it's I love it. Th- that that's the game right there. It's tw- it, I already know what's gonna happen because I've seen it before. <laughs> I've seen it for 20 Someone years. Someone wrote this song before. I'm about to say, I've seen it for 20 years. Shoot. Granted, I've beat them like three full times, but I'm just saying. Yeah, listen, I I, I know you guys are gonna hop in a free agency, but I unfortunately have to I have to take off. It was great talking to you guys. It was great doing this. I was I actually to back in the studio. We'll talk about free agency down down the line, but Let's that's all we have. Then. We could probably just end it here. Yeah, we'll just yeah. end it. So yeah, that's all we got. You live to fight another day. Exactly. We'll, we'll be back next week. next week. We'll see you guys live on air, ninety point seven WCOH on oh. Wednesday. We'll bring you all the NFL content. All the NBA content that you missed throughout break, NHL, uh, MLB, there's a little bit. Might not talk it. Who knows? Uh, we definitely won't be talking about Carlos Correa being an idiot. We won't be talking about college football. Good. Carlos Correa. <laughs> we'll, give, we'll give Reg some peace of mind. I don't need to talk about college football for the rest of the year. We, we, we won't until until September, but that's all, we, that's all we have now. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WCOHSlenderman to catch up on more happenings throughout uh, the radio station and all that. Uh, also, catch us live at basketball, baseball, hockey games throughout this upcoming semester. It's going to be a fun one, and we'll see you on Wednesday. Go Bucks. <laughs>